on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Deals again, and that one is lined to center, but this is going to do it. And caught by Enciarte, and the Braves take game one. Now broadcasting live from American Family Field, here's Matt Foley. Tough evening for the Brewers as they lose to the Braves in a game that... uh, I don't know if the final score even is really indicative of the way things went because the Brewers, to their credit, they make a little bit of noise there late in the contest when they're able to uh, score a couple runs on uh, home runs late. But uh, overall, tough game for the Brewers. They don't play especially well uh, facing off against a pitcher who, on paper, did not look especially good based off his ERA, but uh, he looked good in reality as the Brewers once again had a hard time finding success against opposing starting pitchers. Final score, 6-3 here at American Family Field as the Braves take the first of a three-game series. My name is Matt Pauley. It is great to have you with us. Uh, Craig Kishon from Valley Sports Wisconsin. He is scheduled to join us later on in the hour. We are going to be taking you till 12 midnight tonight. If you want to join us, you can do so. 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. The Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air. M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. I, I, I think if you listen to this show and you listen to me very much, you know I'm a pretty positive person and I, I tend to look at the the good things that are happening. This is This is a tough one. And one... One bad loss, one bad performance, things like that certainly does not uh, define an entire season. But the Brewers have not been playing great baseball. They've got an opportunity to face off against a guy tonight, Andrew Smiley, whose numbers were not especially impressive. He had a 6.12 ERA coming in. It felt like, as you go through the season, I think you see this a lot of times, as you go through a season... When you are struggling in one area of the game, more often than not, as the struggles continue to accumulate, at some point you kind of have an explosion back in the other direction. And as the Brewers really struggled from an offensive standpoint and struggled with runners in scoring position through the entire St. Louis series, and then you're going into this series and you see that Drew Smiley's on the mound, I walked into the ballpark today really thinking that this was going to be a bit of an explosion for them, that they were going to have a really good offensive day. And bluntly, it did not happen. Three runs on eight hits. Eight hits isn't horrible, but again, the hitting with runners in scoring position, not good. Not good at all, as they end up going 1-for-9 after going 0-for-10 yesterday. They had, what, a 1-for-15 game in the first series against St. Louis. The the hitting with runners in scoring position, that's the issue right now. That is the, the biggest issue. Would you like to see the team come up with more than eight hits? Sure. But do you, can you win a baseball game with eight hits? You absolutely can. Can you win a baseball game going one for nine with runners in scoring position? That is a lot more challenging. And for whatever reason, for whatever reason, they are they're hitting into outs when there's runners on. And this was a game where up until they hit those two home runs in the ninth inning, uh, this was a game where they were hitting the ball really hard, and it was all warning track power. There was, I think, six fly ball outs that were caught on the warning track. We actually put up a poll question. The poll question, I believe it is still active. Let me double-check that before I uh, ask you to go to Twitter 
Yeah, still active. You've got 12 minutes left. It is active for 12 more minutes if you want to uh, get in on our poll question of the night, and we'll come back and uh, re- we'll go with the results later on. But uh, in the it was posted an hour ago, so it was in the seventh or eighth inning when it was posted. The Brewers at that point in time had six fly ball outs that were caught on the warning track. How many of those do you think would have been a home run with last year's baseball? Because a lot has been made about how the baseball is traveling different. Just as so much was made last year of the ball being juiced, well, now the ball has been de-juiced, for for lack of a better term. And it does feel like the baseball is impacting things. And today's one of those games where it felt like there were some really hard-hit balls and they weren't going out. But I think the the response to that is, look what the Braves did. When the Braves went back-to-back, Marcel Azuna one arm's a home run out of here, and just it, that thing flew and flew hard and flew fast and got out of here. And obviously the Brewers hitting a couple home runs uh, late in the contest as well there uh, in, in the final inning. But it was uh, it, it was a weird night, and we've seen a lot of that recently where the Brewers have hit the ball hard, but they're hitting the ball right to where guys are, or they're hitting it to the warning track and not just getting that little extra oomph on there. So it's it's hard to evaluate the way things are going when you're seeing them hit the ball hard. Uh, but that's uh, that's where we're at right now, and we will certainly have to evaluate that as we go along. Brewers, they uh, end up falling short today. Final score to the Braves, 6-3. Again, if you want to join the program, you can do so by calling or texting into the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and text line, 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. Or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. We're back with more in just a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Now the pitch. Swinging a bullet. Hit off the glove of Bansby Swanson into left field. And Urias will get the runner home. See how they score that one. I think it's going to be an error. He should have caught it. Yeah, it ends up being ruled an error on Swanson, who had a tough start to the game. Uh, there was another hit that ended up uh, getting by him, but uh, Swanson, what he goes, the one of the two was ruled an error uh, on Swanson there when he could not make a couple plays in the early going. Brewers had the one nothing lead, but they would not be heard from again until the ninth inning, while Atlanta would score six unanswered runs uh, from innings three through inning eight when they put up their final run of the day. Welcome back into Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. We are live at American Family Field. My name is Matt. Pauly, Craig Kishon from Bally Sports, Wisconsin. He is going to join us coming up in just a few moments. If you want to join the program, you can do so by calling or texting into the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. You can also uh, tweet into the program if you would like at Matt Pauly on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Adrian Hauser got the start in this game. And he only ends up going uh, the three innings. And uh, Craig Council has talked. We'll see. Uh, I don't know if anything has been talked about in terms of whether or not uh, Hauser got a little bit banged up. He had a, 
uh, he had a deal where he was at the plate, and uh, it, it just didn't look quite right. In fact, I was talking with uh, Tim Dillard from uh, Valley Sports Wisconsin during the game, and, and he saw Hauser go back out there, and he thought he was really being affected by what happened when he was at the plate. But all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Hauser had a hard time. He, was, he looked pretty good there in the first couple innings, but ended up having an issue uh, there when, when he came back out, and then he was out of the game after that point, and that's when they went to uh, Eric Lauer. Um, yeah, so that was, I, I'm not sure yet. Again, we're waiting to see whether or not uh, that was addressed. I'm sure it was addressed uh, uh, with uh, council, but I haven't seen anything yet. And we'll play Craig Council coming up uh, later on. Uh, he may still be talking, uh, but we'll play him coming up uh, later on. But nonetheless, it was, a, it was a weird deal in the sense that Hauser went from looking pretty okay to all of a sudden just not, and then he was done after three innings. And from a bullpen standpoint, they, they did not do a fantastic job today. Eric Lauer came in earlier than he probably expected to come in, and he ends up giving up the uh, the three runs and three innings. Brad Boxberger did an okay job uh, before Josh Lindblom was back as well. Uh, and it was just a, it was a day where... You look back at the fact that the Brewers were able to get the, the couple runs there in the ninth, and you wonder, well, what would have happened had uh, had they been able to keep the game a little bit closer? That being said, that's always a dangerous path to go down because if this game is closer, you probably have uh, a different group of uh, you probably have a different group uh, of pitchers that you're facing off against if the score is a little bit different. So again, it's always. People play that game all the time. People play that game where, well, something happens and then you look at what happens next and you try to apply what happened next to what happened. And you really can't, even just inside of an inning. Like you, you, gotta, you have a runner on. You may have a completely different sequence of pitches that you see as a hitter than if the bases are empty. So it's, it's really tough to look at it that way. But again, the, the, the pressure here, the, we, we're talking about pitching. We don't need to talk about pitching. We need to talk about hitting because the Brewers sat on one run until they got to the ninth inning and scored a couple, and they had opportunities. Again, we talked earlier about the runners on with scoring in scoring position where they're just not being successful, and they have to find a way to be successful in those situations. I, I don't know what it's going to take. Uh, the, uh, there's a lot of people who are calling for the job. Of your hitting coach and Andy Haynes, personally, I don't think that does anything for you. But uh, they're trying to; they got to find a way to have more success. We'll talk more about that coming up in just a moment. Craig Kishon from Bally Sports, Wisconsin, will join us after this break. Brewers come up short; they end up losing to the Braves by a six-three score. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Swing and a bouncer off of Hauser, deflects, and Urias can't get it. One run is in. Hauser's going to come in. And Ozuna scores to make it a 2-1 Atlanta lead. It deflected off of Hauser. Urias was going over to get it, and he might have had a chance to get it if it doesn't hit Hauser. Braves go on to win by a 6-3 score. Welcome back into Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley, an American Family Field, joined by Craig Kishon from Bally Sports, Wisconsin. And Craig, these are kind of my least favorite shows to do because for me, like there's just there's not a lot of positives to take out of this one. This was one of the 
this is one of the lower points of the year for this team. They, it was somewhat non-competitive there for, for a while. Uh, you, you don't know what exactly happened with Adrian Hauser and why he came out early, but it's just not a lot of good things happened tonight here. No, not at all. And, and unfortunately, you know, you can't help but look and, and keep saying, you know, the offense isn't there, the offense isn't there, and, and it wasn't until you know, the ninth inning of this game either. Um, but I, I think it just gets compounded by, you know, Hauser clearly had his worst performance of the of the season. Um, I'm not saying it couldn't have come at a worse time because we're, we're not there yet. Right. Um, but unfortunately, he just had his best outing of the season, his previous start. So that's really the last thing that you want to see, you, you know, and, I mean, let's face it, uh, they, they pull him out. It has nothing to do with pitch count. I mean, he, he got roughed up and didn't have it tonight, and he said afterwards he felt weird. So hmm. um, not physically weird, just couldn't locate his pitches kind of weird, and th- things don't go your way kind of weird. So, you know, w- they're fully stocked in the bullpen, so it's not like uh, it set him back at all. Um, but this starting staff has been going so good, I, I think up till now you just – you know, expect somebody to give you at least five innings at this point. You know, that's interesting. And again, I, I guess in one way you can look at that for Hauser and say, well, if it's just not working, well, then then it makes sense to, to get him out. And, and plus, it's only a two-to-one game. You're right. only down two-to-one after three innings uh, when that happens, too. So I guess if you're going to say, pull the plug now, we're, we're in a two-to-one. We're not scoring very many runs. You know, we're going to hope that the bullpen can hold this down and, and we can get something going with the bats. I'm I'm certain that's what they were thinking at that point. The, the other side of it, though, like, and that's that's one side that's a positive, that, you know, just recognizing that you don't have it that day and you don't want to put your team too much into a hole. The other side of it is some pitchers who go out on any given day and don't have it or feel weird, they, they just battle and they just kind of, find a way and maybe for a guy like Hauser who is still developing that's that we've seen him make huge strides this year huge oh, for strides sure absolutely uh and and I always I, I if I've said this once I've said it a million times development doesn't stop once you get to the big league level maybe that's part of that next step for an Adrian Hauser that when he feels quote unquote weird that he finds a way to to, to battle through and, and give those five innings yeah well I'll, I'll say this though you know to your point he did I, I don't know how he got through that third inning yeah. I, I just didn't see him even getting through that third inning and and he ended the inning on a strikeout he got his fastball back and located it um, so maybe maybe that's the one positive you look and say he did fight through something pretty severe and left the game with your team only trailing two to one at that point. I mean, the the way five walks in the first three innings, yeah. I mean that that's hard to get through. So I I guess you do have to give him some credit for that. Well, that inning itself goes walk, line out, wild pitch, walk, line out, walk. Um, Hit by pitch, like there was just so there much. There's a ha- walk in there too. Yeah, so the, yeah. I mean, just so much that went on in that inning that yeah. was not. And you look at you look at the raw numbers, like the, the pitching line of that inning, and it goes back to what you just said. How does he get out of that inning, only giving up yeah. the two runs? So I, I think you know what. In, in all honesty, we have seen uh, certain pitchers that they're going to make sure that you know you don't want to ruin the psyche of them either. I mean that that. That could also be something brought into it. Um, uh, I mean, we've seen it in the past, mm-hmm. um, and and he's clearly not at the same stage as your your top line pitchers like Woodruff and Burns and Peralta right now. He's just not there, and he doesn't have the 
he doesn't have the experience of Brett Anderson either. And he doesn't need to be. I think no, to, to I mean, add on to that. There, yeah, I mean, this is, this is you know, I said this on, on uh, one of your uh, preseason shows before we started this year. They put him in the middle of this rotation, and they said, here's your time. Are you going to do this or not? He's had some other opportunities to be a starting pitcher. They've surrounded him with really good pitching right now, and it's his time to shine. And then they... They're doing it because they have the confidence in him. And so far, up until tonight, he's done a really good job. And I thought he did a good job getting through that inning. I don't know how he got through it, only giving up two runs. But And you're right about where they placed him inside of the rotation. But in reality, if if, if they're slotting for a postseason series, he's probably your number 5 starter. Correct. No, no questions. So no question. your number 5 starter, even after today, is sitting there 3-4 uh, and four with a 3.63 ERA. I'll put that number five starter against yeah. just about any yeah. number five starter in the National yeah, League. Absolutely. No question about it. So, I mean, he's, you know, don't don't look at this as a setback. Look at this as um, it's something to learn from him. And I, he definitely learned something in his three innings out there tonight. And obviously the next time out, you're going to be expecting him to return to what we we know now. We will talk about the offensive woes. The hitting with runners in scoring position continues to be. Do we just, have to? We have to. Okay. We're back with more in a moment on WTMJ. <laughs> it's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Falling. That's the truth. Running up along first. Freddie Freeman's going to go to first base with that one. And Eric Lauer. Moves the walking Manny Pena, Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin. Walk right in. There is a difference. 6-3 Brewers fall to Atlanta. Yeah, to Atlanta. That's right. Welcome back in. <laughs> I was uh, I was channeling a different game all of a sudden. I guess I wanted to talk about... Why don't you talk about a win that happened some other time, Craig, Sean? Um, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I might get in trouble. <laughs> Why were you talking about a game from three years ago? Uh Look, this is uh, fans are frustrated with the team's lack of hitting with runners in scoring position, and it is a very valid frustration. Tonight, they go 1 for 9. Yesterday, they were 0 for 10. The first game of the Cardinal Series, they were 1 for 15. I think they may have been 1 for 6. 3 for 40, the last four games. Actually, this homestand, they're 3 for 40. the four games. You just you can't win and the games. And they're one and three. Yeah, yeah. So. And again, the the answer, the positive, and I'm not saying what I'm about to say is not valid. It's really easy to say. But yeah, look, they're hitting the ball hard. Yeah, they are hitting the ball hard. They're hitting the ball to the track. That you know, balls that may have flown out with last year's baseball. Like all that's true. And in a in a single game, like when they when they go one for fifteen in that first game against the Cardinals, and they were just hitting the ball hard time after time after time. I think you can be doing this show after the game, and you can say, you know, it was just a bad luck night. It was a they were hitting the ball really hard, but they were putting it in the absolute worst spots. So that that's fine when that happens a game here, a game there. But when you're talking three for forty, when you're talking. 1 for 15, 1 for 6, 0 for 10, 1 for 9 on, on back-to-back-to-back days. I, it, it, we can't sit here and talk about how hard they're hitting the ball because they're just they're not scoring runs. No, it, it's, you know, I, I look at um, the defense a lot, and I, and I think we're discovering um, changes, too, in defensive philosophies. It, it's, you know, you talk about the shift all you want for the batter, 
and we're seeing some clubs now. I know when the Dodgers came in here, Tim Dillard uh, brought up that they started in their organization several years ago that they actually uh, place their their defense based on who is pitching, not who is batting. So if, if you see, um, I'll just give you an example. If you see uh, a, a Dodger reliever coming in from the bullpen, you'll see one of their guys from the dugout run cards out to all the position players because it's going to be how he's going to pitch to this batter. And that's, mm. So things are... Things are you know, in this analytical world, world, they're they're shifting even more. Um, now, is that an excuse for hitting them right at them? Well, that is one right there. I mean, you do your defensive shifts. We are seeing a, a lot of balls hit right to defenses. I mean, it works for the Brewers, too. I get it. But right now, it, it's certainly not falling where you need it to be to score runs. Something I've been thinking about recently um, when it comes to shifting. So if you've got a pull hitter at the plate then you're going to shift based off the fact that they're a pull hitter. But if they're a pull hitter, that means they hit the ball hardest pulling the ball. So as a pitcher, you don't actually want them pulling the ball. You would like them to go the other way. Because if you get them to go the other way, you're getting them to do something that's unnatural to them that they're not being as effective with. So it's a, it's a weird thing because you're positioning your defense based upon what the hitter does best, where... A pitcher might be pitching that person to try to do what they don't do best, but then that would go against the way that you're positioning them. And again, I'm this is very simplistic on my point, my my behalf, but that's it's actually something that I've been just kind of thinking through lately when my mind goes to an empty spot. Well, that that is interesting because I, I remember seeing a couple of times this year the defense against Milwaukee's offense when there's a runner at first, they they still I've seen a couple of different teams still use their shift and i'm thinking there's a runner at first uh less than two outs you you can have a double play here and there'll be a ground ball that looks like it should be a routine double play and the defense has shifted so far Mm -hmm. there's nobody to cover second base so if you're the pitcher you're thinking i just i just did my job i just served up a, a what should be a double play ground ball and you can't get that runner at second. You have to get the sure out first. I've seen this happen several times already this year. So, I mean, think about that, too, when it comes to strategies. Yeah, but look, at the same time, and this kind of goes against what I was just saying, they, they've they got the numbers. They know how many runs they're saving by using the shifts and, and how many runs, you know, how, how many times they get beat on the shift. If they're getting beat on the shift more times than the shift is saving runs, then they wouldn't be shifting. Like This is, this is not Correct. just something that they're doing yeah. for fun. This is something that does save runs, and, and you know if if that's what you're doing, you have to do it. You can't you can't necessarily sway away from it all of a sudden for a game or two and possibly try something else. I mean, look, they're they're doing what they can here, and I'm not making excuses for the the lack of hitting right now. But I will take the two guys that are at AAA right now and put them in our lineup. That are well, Hira is there because he was demoted, but he he will be back. And Kristen Yelich is there because he's been injured, and and he will be back. So, you know, these two should be in our lineup every day, and they're not. Yelich, by the way, 0 for 2 tonight with a couple strikeouts. Yeah. But the who cares what his performance was? The question is, how is his back going to feel right. when he wakes up tomorrow morning? And I guess that'll be uh, asked tomorrow and answered yeah. tomorrow. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. It's the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Brewers they end up losing today to Atlanta. We'll hear the post game comments of manager Craig Council next here on WTMJ.
This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Marcelo Zuna is the batter, and Eric Lauer deals to him. This one is big, big trouble. Center field and way out of here. It is 3-1. 6-3 Brewers lose to Atlanta game one of a three-game series over the weekend between these two teams. My name is Matt Pauley, coming your way from American Family Field. Brewers manager Craig Council meeting with the media just a little while ago. Uh, Adrian Hauser today, it was a tough day for him. Uh, gives up uh, the two runs in three innings, just wasn't quite right. Really had to battle through that third inning just to uh, not give up more than he did, and then he was done at that point. And uh, Council just a little bit ago talking about Hauser's performance. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's kind of what it looked like is that, you know, it wasn't the velocity was good, um, but I, the, just the, the pitches were, you know, fairly cl- the close. It wasn't big misses or anything like that, um, but he was having trouble throwing strikes. Um, and so, it, you know, it just it definitely didn't look like it uh, has the last couple starts. Um, so that that's kind of the reason for the I just I just didn't really like what I saw completely and so that was the reason for the early or kind of early exit. Craig was it frustrating watching the offense tonight? I mean you, you hit some balls hard and uh, you had a lot of fly ball outs but just nothing really that carried and you couldn't get that you know that run across with Travis with the ground at the double play. Yeah, I mean it look we've had some frustrating, you know, days and nights offensively and um you know, today was one where we, we did hit, you know, we hit a bunch of balls, you know, to the warning track, essentially. Um, we hit them hard. Um, and then we we just, you know, we were not, the timing of our offense is, is just not there right, as far as sequencing the hits. It's it's really how we won a bunch of games early, just kind of didn't get a ton of hits, but sequenced them really well and got them in the right spots. And that's what we haven't been doing the last week. Um uh, for sure so um you know there were there were some good at bats there was a lot of hard hit balls i mean i think lorenzo hit three balls 100 miles and you know three balls really well tonight um and, and has one hit to sh- four balls pretty well and has one hit to show for it so um you know that that's kind of how the game rolls sometimes and it, it there's no question it's frustrating um but uh, you're, you're you just got to keep doing it and, and they'll fall and um We'll get that big hit with men in scoring position. Eric, how do you think Eric has handled the transition to the the bullpen um, and the, the innings that he's providing in that bridge role? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought he thought he had good stuff tonight. He made he just made a couple mistakes, unfortunately, to you know some some dangerous hitters and just got just put like two balls in places he didn't want to. The ball was coming out really good, though. I thought so. Um, he gave us the length that was important after, after, you know, Adrian had to leave. And, um, so, you know, I, I, I you know, the, the, the unfortunate ball was the kind of the ball to Ozuna that he, I thought he made a good pitch three, two, and then just kind of a bl- little blooper over Kest, or, uh, Colton's head. And so, you know, he, he, he did well. Um, and I know he'd like to have those, those two balls back in the, in the fourth or the fifth, excuse me. No, it was five, whatever, anything. Fourth, I think. I think that's the first time the Brewers had ever seen Drew Smiley, even though he's been around forever. Um, you had a couple of shots at him, but really in the middle innings, except for deep fly balls, you know, you didn't you didn't put a whole lot of pressure on him. Anything about him that 
makes him tough to hit? No, I mean, I think that's what he, you know, a little like a couple of our guys, he's, his intent is on pitching up a lot and in, in kind of up and in a lot. And, and that leads to, um, you know, being a fly ball pitcher. Um, and we had a night where, you know, the, I think he's the, it's a, he's a little bit like Eric Lauer in that sense is that that's how, what he wants to do. Um, and, and if you just don't, you don't get it right. It's, it's a long out or it's a, it's just a lazy out. So he, he, and in one sense he did what he wanted and, and we took some, but in the other sense, we took some good swings, just, you know, just didn't quite flush the ball like we needed to. Craig, when you have a, a week like you just described where, you know, there's just not sequencing and a lot of long outs and hard outs, um, and it is frustrating, I know. Um, how, is it t- hard to turn the page or just you got to do it? you got to turn the page and just not worry. Yeah, I mean, I think you, you got to keep having good at-bats. you got to keep swinging at the right pitches, um, and that, that has to be – nobody can – Put it all on their shoulders and do it themselves. It 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 takes a you know a lineup offense is produced by everybody kind of sequent doing that together, um, and there and there can't be stops in that. That that that's how you produce tough, consistent offense. So that's our only that's our only direction we can go. Um, we got to continue to to every at bat's got to mean you know you got to we got to execute your at bats and swing at the right pitches and you know sometimes the results frustrate us like like we're in a stretch right now but um, in in the end that should that should that's a good process and that should have good results. Magic Creek Council meeting with the media just a little while ago. Again, the Brewers they lose today, falling to Atlanta by a six-three score. How did this whole thing go down? We'll tell you what the highlights. That's next. Also uh, coming up later on in the program, we'll give you an update on what happened at uh, AAA Nashville as Christian Yelich uh, made his uh, debut on his rehab assignment. So we'll go through that box score coming up later on. But up next, we go back through our game. The Brewers lose to Atlanta six-three. The highlights. They're next on WTMJ. Ready for this? Fly ball. This? Deep right. And this? Third deck. Holy smokes. Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Pauley. 6-3, Brewers fall short, losing to the Braves. Starting pitching matchup in this one, Adrian Hauser on the mound for the crew. Drew Smiley going for Atlanta. It would be the Brewers who would strike first in the bottom of the second inning. Avisael Garcia leads the inning off with a double. A Travis Shaw ground out moves Garcia to third, and that brings up Luis Arias. Now the pitch. Swinging a bullet. Hit off the glove of Dansby Swanson in the left field. And Urias will get the runner home. See how they score that one. I think it's going to be an error. He should have caught it. At least for now, that's being ruled a base hit, although Dansby Swanson would commit an error later on in the inning, but the Brewers weren't able to take advantage of it. They get the one run on two hits. They strand two runners there in the second, and it's a one nothing game going into the third. This was when Adrian Hauser would start to run into a little bit of trouble. Ari Andrianza would lead the inning off with a walk, then Freddie Freeman would line out. A wild pitch from Hauser would send Adrianza to second, then a walk to Marcel Azuna. That puts runners on at first and second. Ozzy Albies then lines out, but then Dansby Swanson walks. So that loads the bases for Austin Riley. 
Swinging a bouncer off of Hauser, deflects, and Urias can't get it. One run is in. Hauser's going to come in. And Ozuna scores to make it a 2-1 Atlanta lead. It deflected off of Hauser. Urias was going over to get it, and he might have had a chance to get it if it doesn't hit Hauser. That would push Swanson to third. Then William Contreras is hit by a pitch. So multiple walks, a hit batter there in the inning. Uh, Hauser would get out of it with a strikeout to Ender Enciarte as the Braves leave him loaded. They put, do put two runs across there in the third, and it is a 2-1 game. That would be it for Hauser as Eric Lauer would come in to pitch the fourth inning. He would put up a zero in the fourth, but not in the fifth, leading off the inning, Marcel Azuna. Marcelo Zuna is the batter, and Eric Lauer deals to him. This one is big, big trouble. Center field and way out of here. It is three to one. That man was showing some power right there, Ozuna. Almost a uh, one-arm swing, it felt like, and he hit that thing out of there. Braves aren't done in the fifth. Next hitter, Ozzy Albies. Now, finally ready. Here it is. Swinging it. A drive in the center. Another one well hit. Lorenzo Cain's going to watch this one go out of here. And the Braves add one more on the home run by Albies. That's his sixth of the year. Back to back go the Atlanta Braves. Four to one the score at that point. It would stay that way until the seventh inning. In the seventh, Freddie Freeman gets a base hit, then Marcel Azuna a single. That puts Freeman to third, and that ends the day for Eric Lauer. New pitcher into the game is Brad Boxberger. First batter he faces Ozzy Albies. He gets him to fly out. Next hitter is Dansby Swanson. 2-1, bunting again, bunting it up the first base side. Shaw thought about home and set throws the first. They get the out there, and the Braves squeeze a run in. They do, and it makes it a 5-1 game. The day would be done for Drew Smiley after he throws seven innings. New pitcher Jacob Webb comes in to pitch in the seventh. First batter he faces off against is Luis Arias. Got all three guys inherited two runners, allowed one to score. Arias bangs one towards right center. Back in Ciarte, still back the running track, leaps and caught it. Ender and Ciarte just took an extra base hit away from Luis Arias. That was the kind of night it was for the Brewers. They were hitting the ball hard. Many times they were getting the ball to the warning track, but for whatever reason, through the first eight innings at least, the ball just would not fly out of the ballpark for the Brewers. For the Braves, it's a little bit different, as we told you about earlier. So it remains a 5-1 game. The Braves attack on another run in the top of the eighth inning. New pitcher in Josh Lindblom, pitching uh, after coming off the injured list recently. First batter he would face at William Contreras. He would triple. That would bring up Ender Enciarte. Infield up for the crew. Enciarte sends one in the air. Shallow left. This is trouble. Dropping for a base hit. Here comes Contreras to score. 6-1. And still nobody out here in the eighth inning. But no more runners would score in the frame, so 6-1 going to the bottom of the eighth inning when Tyler, don't call me Greg Matzik, comes in to pitch for the Braves, and uh, he would put up a zero there in the inning, but the Brewers would get a couple runners on, just could not get that big hit to score some runs. The Brewers would get some runs in the ninth inning. Josh Tomlin coming on to pitch for the Braves. First batter he faces is Luis Arias. He works from the windup, the kick and the pitch. Swinging and a fly ball hit to center and deep. Get up! 
They get one, they get two. Next hitter, Manny Pena. In the community. This one hit to left and deep. Get up! Get up! Gone for Manny Pena! Back to back against Tomlin. Urias. Now Manny Pena. And the Brewers battling back here in the ninth. That's as close as the Brewers would get. Daniel Vogelback would pop out. That would end the day for Josh Tomlin. Will Smith, the former Brewer, he comes on, strikes out Omar Nervaez after a base hit from Colton Wong, Lorenzo Cain at the plate. Deals again, and that one is lined to center, but this is going to do it. And caught by Enciarte, and the Braves take game one. Brewers have really struggled so far against the National League East with the win. The Braves go to 18 and 20 with the loss. The Brewers drop to just one game above 500 at 20 and 19. Winning totals for Atlanta: six runs, eight hits, one error. They leave eight for the Brewers. Three runs, eight hits, no errors. They also leave eight. Winning pitcher Drew Smiley, he goes to two and two. Adrian Hauser takes the loss as he drops to three and four. Home runs for the Braves. Marzella Zuna hits his sixth. Ozzy Albies hitting his sixth as well. Luis Arias hitting his fourth. Manny Pena his third for the Brewers. The game lasting three hours and 23 minutes. Played in front of a crowd of 12,130 here at American Family Field. Brewers come up short. They lose to Atlanta by a 6-3 score. We'll go around the minor leagues. We'll go around the NL Central. We'll give you a Christian Yelich update, and we'll preview Game 2 of the series. That's all coming up. Back with more in a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2, Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studio, this is News Radio WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. 6-3, Brewers lose to the Braves in Game 1 of a three-game series. Game 2 coming up tomorrow evening, a 6-10 first pitch. More about that in just a few moments. Let's go around the division. Uh, one game is still in progress. The Cardinals and the Padres are playing in San Diego. This game is not moving fast. It's a low-scoring game, but it is a slow low-scoring game. They are just in the uh, bottom of the sixth inning. San Diego leads at St. Louis by a 3-1 score. Uh, Johan Aviedo got the start for the Cardinals. He went just two innings, and they've been into the bullpen since then. Joe Musgrove, who threw a no-hitter earlier this year, went five for the Padres, one run on five hits, five strikeouts, four walks. Again, bottom of the sixth, Padres lead that game by a 3-1 score. Cubs double up the Tigers in Detroit 4-2. Jake Arrieta comes off the injured list to make the start. He goes six, two runs on four hits, one strikeout, one walk. He picks up the win. He is now 4-3 with a 4.10 ERA. Uh, home run in the game for Chris Bryant, his 10th of the year. And the Pirates, they defeat the Giants by a 3-2 score. That game went to 11 innings, and the Pirates were able to uh, pick up the win. They've been struggling recently, but they do uh, they do get a win today. Uh, the Pirates do. As far as the Reds go, I didn't click that one. Hold on. The Reds, uh, they lose to the Rockies by a 9-6 score. So the Reds have lost the first two games of that series against Colorado, and uh, they will continue that series coming up tomorrow. Round the Brewers uh, minor leagues, there was a lot of attention today 
on AAA Nashville for a number of reasons. The lineup that Nashville put out there, every single hitter had Major League Service time. You don't see that very often, but uh, most notably, Christian Yelich begins a rehab assignment with the Nashville Sounds. He gets two at-bats. He goes 0 for 2 with two strikeouts uh, played. I think it was just three or four innings. And now the big question for him is, How's he going to feel when he wakes up tomorrow morning? So they're going to ease him back in. Uh, don't know what the plan is, if he'll get a day off tomorrow or if they'll try to play him in back-to-back games. You want to play him. Uh, it, this is a very slow process. That's why it's so good, especially for Christian Yelich, that the minor league season is underway because the idea of you know playing him for three or four innings and then letting him a day off and maybe playing six or seven innings and trying to get him in two days in a row, just doing all that sort of stuff, you really can't do that at the major league level when he's taking up a spot. So now they're able to slowly work him back in, and uh, we'll find out tomorrow, I'm sure, when Craig Council talks to the media prior to the game, uh, how everything went for him and how he feels waking up. But that's the most important thing. The 0 for 2, two strikeouts, don't worry about that. How is Yelich's back going to feel when he wakes up tomorrow morning? And uh, you have to be hopeful that it feels pretty good, and that's probably the first step for him trying to uh, come back. And if he if, if he feels pretty good, plays a few games with Nashville, maybe we see him back a little bit sooner than we originally expected to. Uh, the rest of the Brewers minor league system, Double A Biloxi playing a doubleheader against Mississippi. Game number one goes to Biloxi by a 3-2 score. And then game two goes to Mississippi by a 2-0 score. At high A, Wisconsin, they lose in walk-off fashion at Peoria by a 7 Six score that drops Wisconsin's record to five and five, and low A Carolina they continue to have a really good start to their season. They win at Down East by an eight two score, and the Mudcats now sit with a record of seven and three. Once again, in our game, the Brewers they fall to Atlanta by a six three score. And now, if they want to take this series, they're going to have to win the next two games. Game two of the three game set it is coming up tomorrow evening. The pitching matchup. Brett Anderson is on the mound for the crew. Left-hander is 2-2 two and two with a 3.54 ERA, while Atlanta is going to send right-handed pitcher Ian Anderson to the mound. He is 2-1 and one with a 3.46 ERA. 6-10 first pitch tomorrow. That means our coverage is set to begin at 5.35, and I'll be back with you coming up tomorrow evening for another edition of Brewers Extra Innings. Once again, Brewers fall short to Atlanta 6-3. We'll talk to you tomorrow here on WTN. MJ.